You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I am your host, Chef Paul, the human potato of comedy. I'm sitting here with my guest today, a very funny comedian, Mr. Keith Pedro. How you doing today, Keith? What's up, buddy? How you doing? What's up, what's up, buddy? Oh, hey, hey, we're here. Yeah, woo! Hey, don't make him drive off the fucking road, Keith. Got to. Let's just calm down, all right? We got got to strap in. We're going to have you in here for an hour. We're going to find out about you. We're going to open you up, Keith. We're Let's gonna, do it, man. We'll, we'll, we got some Kleenex if you want to cry. We got a bed if you want to lay down. I'm, I'm very transparent. <laughs> very, I'm all good. <laughs> I'm all good. We can do it. Good, good. Well, welcome to Never Sleeps Network. I do have to say that like four times or Alex, yeah. pay me. It's weird. Um, Never Sleeps Network. <laughs> we don't sleep out here. There's um, no Zs that are being catched. Yeah. So welcome to the studio. Huh. Our solarium here. Liking it, loving it. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that a fucking hammerhead shark? That is a hammerhead shark right there, buddy. That's like the comedy game, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking bunch of hammerhead sharks. No one's going straight, everybody's looking beside them. And if you look over there, that's our second solarium on the other side of the uh, the windows over here. Very nice. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, solarium. Yeah, two solariums. Woo! Alex Ross is living the high life over here. Wow, man. Runs his, his best ho- life. Runs his own network. Never sleeps. And this it guy seems doesn't like he sleep. never sleeps. It seems like he never sleeps. He got the studio in his bed. That's why it's called Never Sleeps. <laughs> and he, he lives a free swag. Look at me. He's wearing my Dope and Mike t-shirt. That's, that's how he survives. Okay. I, need, I need to know. I need to live that life. Free swag. Two solariums. Do you not live that life? You get a lot of swag? I get a lot of swag. Yeah, I got, I got, that's, that's all right, swag. I got some pretty good swag. a lot swag. of t-shirts. A lot of t-shirts, a lot of hats, mm-hmm. a lot of lighters. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, so many fucking lighters of swags. I'd like, uh, like, free jeans sometime, you know? That'd be all right. Free jeans would be great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's our company's jeans. Thanks yeah. for doing the show. Yeah, I like, I'm a big fan of gift cards. Gift cards gift are good. Cards I had a good. sponsor um, for my Dope Mike show, Kareem Asad, attorney at law. Every week, she'd give me two $25 gift cards. And I would do a raffle and give one out to an audience member, and then I'd keep the other one. They were always the same, like... Uh, well, gift cards for what? It, well, it was always a different thing each week, but she'd buy me two of the same. Like, Dollarama was the last one I spent, but, like, I got, like, a whole bunch of fast food cards from her, and they are going out as Christmas presents this year. So, thank you Dang. very much, Kareem Asad. Is that going off. to some head office uh, envelopes? No, no, that's just family. I, I got a brother I haven't talked to in uh, eight years. He's a big fat fuck, so I'm going to give him the McDonald's one. Uh, just eight years? What's that about, huh? Eight uh, years? Is he your only, only brother? Uh, no, I got two brothers. Which uh, one's this? Older brother? Or oldest brother? brother. I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. So yeah, your yeah, oldest yeah, yeah. brother, who yeah, is? He, he's, uh, he's Smith Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul Chris, Jr. Chris uh, Paul he Jr. is actually Chris Paul Jr., but he goes by his middle name, Jason. Jason Paul. Jason Paul. Yeah, Jay Paul. Jay Paul. That's no, good name. Jay Paul. My other brother, Kevin, goes by Kev Paul. Kev Paul. Kevin Paul's great. Yeah, yeah, but Chris Paul, my dad. You love my dad, don't you? You never even met the man. You know what? But, you know, he had a good game against uh, <laughs> the 76ers last night. So, you know, he dropped a triple-double. Dad, eh? dad can Woo, dunk, eh? Dad can dunk. Daddy can dunk. Daddy Jeff can dunk. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I got a bunch of gift cards. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know why we're talking about sponsorship. We were talking a lot about it before. Never Sleeps Network, Never man. Sleeps Network. You know, you got to get that cheddar. You got to get those gift gotta cards. got to get that cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have a gift card to a uh, lingerie store Kira's never heard of, too, so I don't know what we're going to do with that one. Maybe that well, maybe okay. that would be a nice gift for mom for Christmas, eh? You mom might so? need a new brassiere. 
What's mom's name? Nancy. What's what's Kira's mom's name? Um, Joanne. <sighs> I was hoping it would be like Serena. Serena Williams. <laughs> Serena Williams and Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul, Serena Williams. <laughs> what a wedding it would be. What, what about your parents? What's their names? I just love, uh, by the way, I just love how your, your wife's Kira Williams sounds very strong, sassy black woman name. Yeah? Kira Williams? Kira with a K, though? Is that, a, is that a, the black way to spell it? Probably with a Q. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with a Q, y'all. Yeah. What up? Oh, yeah. Um. Well, she is a fucking gangster, man. Yeah. Good woman. Good Great woman. woman. Yeah, Great yeah. woman. She listens, so I have to compliment. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um. What about uh, your parents? You. Uh, what do they do for a living? Where did you grow up, Keith? Toronto, man. Yeah, Toronto. Uh, North York side, close oh. to uh, Yorkdale area. Nice. You go, go to the Yorkdale Mall as a kid. Yorkdale Mall as a kid. Sometimes I go a little up north to Centerpoint Mall. That's a Young and Steel's oh, Mall. Shit. Right? You know that mall. And then if you got, you know, if you want to go a little, a little on the, uh, can I say, uh, the Hebrew side, you know, get up to the Promenade Mall. Uh-huh. You can say Hebrew. We got uh, Alex uh, Alex Ross. Is that the is area you're from? Right I'm there. actually from like two minutes from the Promenade Mall. Are you Ooh. on mic this week, Alex? Look I, at that, I, eh? He never, never has a mic. Usually he just enunciates from across the room. Yeah, I was always one of those guys who would, who I would go north. All right. My mom didn't want to fuck with the traffic. So she's like, well, no, we're going to go here. We're going to go there. <laughs> What'd your folks do? My mom was a nurse. Yeah? Dad yeah. around? Dad was, my dad was an engineer for, um... For Bombardier. Oh, yeah, so nice, he had nice. some shit, but then he fucked off. Fucked so, off? Yeah, he did one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Where, how old were you? Uh it was like it was late too. It wasn't even early. It was kind of no. It was like uh, mid mid. Well, it started from like grade seven to like eleven. Like just he was slowly. coming and going. Like well, just... he lost his job. Then he started moving. He moved. He got a job in Japan, and then you know it started slowly. Like like you know, yeah, it started happening slowly. Like oh shit, you know, my dad's just not distancing uh, himself. Yeah, now it's like oh he's not coming home again. Oh like you know like it was one of those things. Well, yeah. what was it like uh, like when you were a kid and he was still with Bombardier? He was cool. Yeah. He was good dad. He was good pops. It, I was one of those uh, guys where I felt like it was worse this way because like now. You know, I, I saw both sides where at least, like, you know, motherfucker like LeBron James is only known, mm. never known dad. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I just find it weird that, uh, like, because usually dads split early, you know? Yeah. Because they don't want to, I don't know, just, they can't bring a child into the world, like, you know? <laughs> they That's usually the move. They don't stick around till the kid's a teenager and then... Yeah, well, I wasn't, yeah. You got I siblings? I got my older brother. Older brother. So he, he took it more... To the heart, because he was a lot older. He was like in grade 11 when it started happening. I, yeah, I was like yeah, 12, maybe my son's age when it started happening. So yeah. it, was, it was one of those things. Like it was, he would leave for a bit and then come. So it would be like, oh, your dad got another job. And then we're like, oh, where's the job? He's like, oh, he's working in Japan. We're like, okay, cool. So then we did this big goodbye for him. And, da, 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 and then he would like talk to us every night and call and then. You know, slowly the calls weren't uh, coming okay. in, and then slowly, like, oh, he was supposed to, who the fuck keeps calling me from this weird number? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, all of a sudden, he would be like, oh, I'll be coming home from Easter, and then he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Some cancellation. And then, and then I had to hear from, like, aunts and uncles, and like, yeah. That's a big trip for Easter weekend. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> or like, oh, you know, it's, a, it's a long weekend, I might fly in from Japan. Yeah, but it's weird, because around. he, yeah, exactly, he would have to, like, fucking... 
get like two weeks off or whatever. So he would make these, he had a really good excuse. Mm. So, <laughs> but then I would hear from uncles and aunts and my cousins like, yeah, you know, your dad has another woman. What the fuck? So it was one of those things where so he just he was away, met a woman, and then just yeah, so the, didn't yeah, come back. exactly didn't come back. I got a I got a, apparently I have a sister now that's like um, younger than my son. Okay, so yeah, has your uh, dad ever met your kids? He's met my son when he was very very tiny. Okay, very very tiny. Yeah. Oh, well, let's. I want to g- g- delve into this. Yeah, I, uh, let's so, dive into it. Yeah, when you're a kid, what's what's life like as a kid? Just. Uh, Sounds like a good job, engineer at Bombardier. So you're not, uh, no yeah, one's, I was, no one's struggling. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a struggle uh, financially, but it was kind of because it wasn't like we just made enough. Mm-hmm. So, but then also too, it wasn't like living in that area of North York. You did have some rich kids, and you did have some like yeah, poor yeah. kids. So you were just like in the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the point where like I was in one part of my neighborhood having the pl- the. N64 was like you're balling and then that same neighborhood you turn in right corner like not having two N64s you're a piece of <laughs> shit you know what I mean what you don't have one in your Wait, bedroom or like or you don't have N64 <laughs> and Star Fox like it, it wouldn't it wasn't both like I couldn't I couldn't get both so my mom hustled hard and that's that's the reason why I do comedy because my mom was like because my dad worked for this fucking company and then they just let him go and then he he fucked off and had to get another job so then my mom would like, um, you know, struggle, fucking work all these jobs. And I was just like, I'm never working for a fucking company. <laughs> and that, that tore apart my whole fucking childhood. My dad dedicated his life to this fucking job. And then, and then they, they just canned him. Sent him out. Yeah. My job's going to do that one day. That's right. I mean, but the best thing about it is you're, you're, you're also a comedian. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the fucking, that's the, um, the side hustle, you know, that's the, that's the, that's not your real fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I just, uh, you know, I have a, my, the way I see it, having a day job is, uh, there's no comedian in this country lives on straight stand up, and yeah. whether they're working in the entertainment industry during the day, that's what's paying their bills. And I don't know, I work in TV, I'm happy with that. And why yeah. not have something steady and have benefits and all that shit? And I can still, it doesn't hold me back from doing stand up. So yeah. And one day, maybe the stand-up will overpower, and that's fine. We'll see it. It will. It will. I'm not worried about it, man. I like going to the dentist. It's great. It's weird. Um, To tell you the truth, I just found out who was calling me, and I just just realized that I ordered Fudora for my family before I left. So the the delivery guy's probably there. Let's hear what he (laughs) says. Hello, hi. Are you at my house? Hey. Hi. Sorry. Uh, Oh, you're down. Yeah, the bus code is uh, it's Dela Cruz. It's what it, It's Dela Cruz is the bus code. Okay, cool. All right. I'll call it. Okay, thanks. Right. Thank Sorry, guys. I don't know. I, <laughs> it was a weird thing. I was like, why does this guy keep calling me? And I get a message. Fudoro, your food is here. I'm like, oh, jeez. That's nice that uh, you're not going to be home for dinner, but you're uh, you're still taking care of the fam, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so my wife works at uh, Cam H, so she runs around. So she works from like two to ten today, just working with the crazies down at Cam H. Yeah, yeah. Working with the crazies, not with crazies. What, what what's she doing over there? Oh, she works in the uh, uh, nursing administration unit. Like she's not actual real nurse, so she's not a real Filipino. <laughs> you know, she has a more flexible job. You're both Filipino. Both Filipino, man. You both purebreds. Pure fucking purebreds. Nice. I think she has more of a mix. 
Yeah, like way What's, back, way back. Oh, like uh, the 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 mix that made the Filipinos. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot of. Uh, we've been colonized a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Ron Johnson's got a great joke about that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, where's your I, dad? He's on those boats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where's he going to make Cubans? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. So, like Filipinos, man, we're fucking. We were used to be Muslims before too. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah, a lot of Muslims. Religious growing up, Filipinos are pretty uh, religious. Oh man fuck my mom has she sends me prayers oh yeah still yeah yeah she's she sends me like not even like she won't send me like our father she'll send me like prayers written in latin (laughs) i would pronounce it in latin she has these strong prayers and and she's and she always truly believes it did you uh you partake as a child I was very, I was a very religious guy. I'm actually right now going through like I baptize my kids and stuff like that, and right now I was going through um, a transitional moment where I'm like, oh man, is this shit? I don't know. You haven't figured it out yet, eh? I I, I won't burst your bubble. I'll let you find out on your own. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I have like moments where like I I don't know I don't know, man. I know I have my relationship with God, and there's, I feel like there's times where like. Um, Man, this is, this is deep. You guys yeah, got that's deep, baby. Yeah. That's right, that's the potato we're, we're, yeah, we're get real deep. Well, I'll tell we're you, I'll, we're I'll peeling tell you. the skin back on this potato. Come on, baby. I'm going to tell you a real story, okay? This All is right. a real story. And this is my relationship with God. And this is why I think, like, I this is why I still kind of believe there's something out there. Because, so, my dad fucked off, whatever. I started, like, you know on the street selling, doing all this shit. I got arrested. I got pinched. I got fucking arrested hard. Uh, Where are you selling? Oh man! Woo! <laughs> so first, it started. I first I started selling um, weed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Grade nine, summer going to grade ten, and then I got expelled from school. And then they had to ship me. I was suspe- I was expelled from a Toronto district school board. So they had to send me to uh, St. Rob's. Do you know St. Rob's? Of course, we shared the promenade uh, food court with them. Yeah, is this a uh, Catholic school? Saint, say a Catholic school in like Richmond Hill, Thornhill. So now here's this little city boy with all the city connections in this little suburban school. So there, <laughs> cha-ching. It, yeah, cha- exactly, cha-ching. And it wasn't even like when I would sell weed. There's always the, hey man, can you get a hookup on coke? Can you get ecstasy? And in like an inner city school, you're like, yeah man, how much do you need? And then they're like, uh. uh then they would run to his friend. Hey, man, we'll, we're all going to go split like a half gram. We're all going to split two E's. Yeah. These guys were like, we need eight. And then <laughs> and then they were like, okay, we'll split. And then the inner city school would be like, yeah, we'll split a half gram. And can you bring it like next week, Friday? We're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> fucking Richmond Hill, Thornhill kids. Yo, can you guys three E's? Yeah, man. Okay, we need it tomorrow. It's like fucking Tuesday. I'm like, what do you mean? We're like, yeah, we're going to do it tonight. Uh, supply and demand, eh? Yeah, so then shit got hectic. Um, I ended up getting arrested. and like, yeah, What were you so, selling when you got arrested? Oh, man, I was caught with uh, four and a half grams of the white stuff. Ooh. And a half ounce of weed. Ah. But I was already on uh, probation, and it was like my third time getting arrested. How me. old were you, though? Was it young 17 effect? to 18. You're, so, you weren't 18 yet? I wasn't 18 yet, but... Um, so know how I do that joke about me selling weed at school and the cops like, yo, you, you can't sell weed forever. That was real shit. So I came <laughs> home from St. Rob's handcuffed. And then that year, it was just tumble after tumble of getting arrested. And I even got arrested for, I threw a fucking uh, a party at, at my house and put a bunch of drug dealers and a bunch of big fight break broke out. 
some guy got assaulted. Living that thug life, eh, buddy? Yeah, some guy got assaulted, and uh, <laughs> one of my buddies hit him with a fucking eight ball and a sock. Oh, right, yeah. So, Christ. so, cause I didn't snitch, I got charged for like mischief and like vandalism because they they smashed up the guy's car. And so this cops, was over eighteen. This was over. Uh, this no, no, still. This was actually yeah, over eighteen. So this was over eighteen. And uh, you, I've I've seen you down like I haven't see, see, been there with you, but I've seen you travel down to the states and shit. Yes. Okay. So what a lot of people don't know is I've been paying like twelve hundred dollars every five years to renew these waivers. <laughs> yeah, so I'm already, I'm already on my third waiver. Jesus. Yeah, so, but, like, there was... Can you a, ever get, uh, like, actual papers for the States, then? Says the guy who wrote me three oh, reference oh, letters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did those work? Did they work? We're about to find out. I handed it in, and we're about to find out. So, Kira was actually great, too, with the letters, and, like, then that's the thing, but according to my lawyer, because it's been such a long time, it was 2002, and because it was such a long time... You know, it's like 16 years ago, man. Yeah. I was almost as old as I was when that mistake is happening. That mistake is old as, as I was. When yeah. Because um, so, of that, my lawyer said I got, so I got that pardoned recently. Okay. And then I got the waiver. So my lawyer was like, when they ask, because we're going to have, they're going to ask, mm-hmm. you know, and then. If just, you have a pardon though, do you have to, dis- like, can you just say you don't have a criminal record? So, with the, the question he asked is, do you have a criminal record that hasn't been pardoned? Oh, that hasn't been pardoned. And then you have to write, and then there's another checkbox, like, do you have a criminal record that has been pardoned? And then you're like, <laughs> oh, shit, motherfucker, you smart! <laughs> yeah. So, then what happened was, I got arrested. Did they, give, did they give you a little line to a, give you an yeah. explanation? Oh, but Yeah, but it was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Explain, no, but they give you the box. They give you the fucking, uh, uh, the, the survey box, the last paragraph of the survey, online survey. Mm-hmm. Give you that box. Explain what happened. <laughs> if, if, pardoned yes explain what happened so it's gonna be one of those so then when i got arrested it was april 24th was the date mm-hmm. okay and the day i got arrested was two days before i was um so there was one time where it was a bad day my my mom thought i was going to school but really i was just selling dope yeah, yeah. cocaine and fucking you know money in my pocket and You're making good bank though for making a- great bank yeah <laughs> And my life was crazy, man. I had I had some guy. Uh, uh, I hope my brother's not listening, but I had some guy break into my house and like beat up my brother, trying to look for my shit. Like that's what kind of life I was living. Jesus. Yes. I had a fucking Glock. You never told your brother that he years told. He told that he never told your brother he took that beating for you. <laughs> he was so mad. He's like, "Yo, bro, what the fuck are you getting me into? What are you getting yourself into?" We had a huge fucking thing, and then um, he's carry a gun too. Yeah, dude, Mike. So the whole thing was. This is, this is such a weird story. So I was driving to Ottawa with Alex Pavone, and I told him this whole story. He's like, buddy, this is like a fucking movie. So long story short, when I was growing up, when he was buying weed, there was always one link, right? Oh, whose weed is this? It's Alex's Ross or whatever. I, I don't know if I should say your name. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Thanks, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Alessandro hey, Orlando. Okay? It's, it would be or this guy, okay? It would be Jeff Paul. You know, it would all be Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. It would be Jeff's weed, Jeff's weed. And everywhere you go, every part of the city, you'd be fucking... Parkdale, you'd be freaking Regent Park. Oh, this guy, this guy's this, this guy's the link. Jeff has the link. And then, so I got arrested the first time as a young offender, and then my whole family knew about it. And then my dad's side is a side I don't see anymore, right? So I didn't really see them. So then my, my cousin from my dad's side's like, and this guy is, uh, do you remember Dark Nights, Alex? The biggest car show? This guy funded Dark Nights. Okay. Okay. So uh, he was all like, I didn't want to say his name, but he was all, <laughs> he was all like, yo, man, 
I heard you got and I didn't I barely saw this guy. He was my he was on my dad's side. So I was like, I heard you fucking selling weed. Is that true? I'm like, oh, here it comes. He's my older cousin. I'm like, yeah. He's like, let's go outside for a cigarette. Let's go talk. <laughs> so he's fucking, I'm thinking he's gonna give me this lecture. And then he pops his fucking trunk of his gorgeous fucking Audi. <laughs> And he's got strands of weed and all in different, like dirt devil box, a whole Renfrew bag, like just weird retail shit. And he's all like, pick a strand, man. And I'm like, what? He's like, what are you doing on Saturday? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to pick you up. Guy fucking picks me up. We drive two hours north. We go to this fucking grow up, fucking pills up a freaking uh, a stem size of fucking Shaq's thumb and he fucking clears it puts it in a Ziploc bag and goes tie that out tell your friends 18 a P and I'm like 2001 2018 a P is fucking gold has prices gone up since then I don't know I stopped so it turned out he was the guy that was supplying the Jeff Paul of the neighborhood. And yeah. he was just the guy. So my cousin was the dude. So then grade 10 hit, grade 11 hit, I just became this fucking unstoppable link. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Walter White over here, everyone. But yeah, it was a really good, it was a really good time. I remember we sold like, we sold like uh, me and these uh, two guys. One, one of my best friends, God rest his soul, murdered in his house at 20 years old. Huh. Yeah, keeping good company. Yeah, and, and then my other friend, uh, whew, we don't see him that much anymore, so we don't know. So it was two, there was three of us, and uh, we 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 sold like oh fucking. I remember one time May two four weekend, all the kids in Richmond Hill were going to like the cottage. Yeah, yeah, dude, forty minute lunch break, fucking pound and a half, bro. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. It was insane. I remember that day. I was like, holy fuck, and uh, it was funny, man. And then we got arrested, but then I remember that day. Uh, before I got arrested, it was a week before I got arrested, and I was like, this is what's knee-deep, sell coke and all this shit. And I was still like, fuck a company, fuck a job mode, you know? This yeah. is self-destructive teenager, I know it all, Keith Pedro. <laughs> and uh, so I walked into a church, and I was just like, I don't like my life, man. This is way too bad. Like, I just my, remember this whole thing was yeah. about your relationship with God. Yeah, so <laughs> my brother my brother uh, got beat up, and then I, I asked my, my cousin for a, a gun, and I was like, yo, man, I need to fuck, I need backup. And he's like, yo, take this. And I had this spot in my house. It was my dad's old Jeep, and I would put it in the front of my house. And that was like, you know, just in case I got robbed, just in case cop comes, all the shit, scale, gun, drugs, all in that Jeep. Mm -hmm. So if you were like coming to pick up for me, I would be like, all right, cool, man. Be in my house at like, 20 minutes and I'll be outside in 10 setting it up in the, the little broken down Jeep in front of the car. Tinted windows, you know, one of those shitty ass fucking, you know, Suzuki Jeeps. So I had it and I was just like, no, get rid of this thing. I got rid of everything and I, and I, I broke down and I was just crying at a, at a church. But fuck nowhere, 10 a.m., Really? Right, and I was just like, "Did you talk to the priest?" No, I was just there by myself, and I'm squeezing tight. You know, you're squeezing tight, and and I was like, "Just help me, get get me out of this fucking binge." And then two days later, I got arrested, and then so I guess God didn't help you get out because you're, you're still <laughs> up to your old ways. Today. <laughs> no, no. And then, I swear to God, Jesus, I next swear, week, next week, next week, please, please, <laughs> please I won't stop. I'll, I'll stop fucking these hookers. Mm. And then I got arrested April twenty fourth, and then. Um, whatever I got arrested, I came back out, fucking started Humber College with a fucking ankle bracelet. Humber Comedy College. <laughs> the first three weeks, I, first time I meet Garrett Jameson and Dylan Gott. <laughs> I have no idea. I have a fucking ankle bracelet. Did you ever show it to them? Uh, 
No, I didn't show it to anybody. I was really ashamed. First time meeting these people, right? Mm-hmm. And we were doing like fucking vocal warm ups and like an acting class where we have to take off our shoes. And I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> it's like fucking that's that movie with Johnny Depp or Donnie Brasco. And they're like, take off your shoes. I go, fuck you, man. I take it off my shoes. But it was one of those things. And then, um, uh, I, yeah. So I prayed and whatever. And then fast forward to 2014, big uh, moment in my comedy career. I did the Halifax Comedy Festival, and this is when I was just like the new guy in the scene, first big festival I did, and I killed the set so hard, I got upgraded to a gala. Nice. So they upgraded me gala. Tony calls me at the West, and we're eating breakfast with John Paul, and I smashed so hard, and John Paul's like, yo, I heard you smash everybody in the fucking West End, because that's where the, the Halifax Festival was. We're just walking, everybody's like, yo, heard you killing it. I was like, I didn't even get back to the fucking venue yet. <laughs> everybody's fucking telling me I killed it? Next day, we got I'm eating breakfast, um, John Paul gets a phone call. It's Crollo. He's like, hey, you know Keith's number? He's like, I'm with Keith. <laughs> Crollo's like, hey, man, how would you like to make 25 or 100 bucks or whatever? <laughs> do whatever it was. You know, and I was like, why? He's like, you got on a gala today. They upgraded you. Nice, I'm like, nice. sick. And then it was weird. So I was really nervous that show when I did the, the one that got me upgraded. I called my mom and my mom's like, yo, just pray. Just remember everything you've been through to get here and pray. And I just thought of everything, you know? That exact same story, and I killed that set. And you know what fucking date that set was on? April twenty fourth. Look at that. But eh? that's why. But I mean, like, that's my whole like. That's your day. That's my freaking thing. Where like there was time where I did actually pray for something. Something happened. Fifteen fucking years later, same day. Actually, like you know. Yeah, but you're, you you got the set before you prayed. All right, let's not give <laughs> let's not give Jesus the assist on this one. Okay, I got it was, it was a half assist, man. <laughs> you, you, it was no, good, no, no. You were already going to be doing that loop. show. Jesus had nothing to do with it. All right, Jesus was like the coach. Just, he threw me in the game. You Jesus know, he recognized the joint, talent. Smoked you a joint before the show to calm you down. That's all Jesus did. Okay, it was it was more of a like a, a Phil Jackson movie. He's like, you know, Keith, man, you deserve the minutes. We're gonna throw you in this game. Um, your brother, uh, so he gets beat up because of your thug life. Which was uh, unfortunate. Yeah, it, was he ever in the game? Or no, was he, he was j- completely the coolest, nicest guy in the world, man. He doesn't even smoke cigarettes. He's like, doesn't <laughs> even drink alcohol. Yeah, would, would. Cause He's my, an accountant. If I fucked. He's my mom's favorite. If I fucked, if I fucked my brother up, like, if I was doing something that, first of all, my brother was, like, uh, scared for yeah. my life. Yeah. And then he got beat up for it. Um, yeah. I, both my brothers could kick the living shit out of me, and I'm sure that's what would happen if that was the case. But did your brother punch you? Did he do anything? Oh, yeah. He fucking, the minute I walked into the house, man, he just fucking slugged me one time, threw me to the ground, and he's like, look with my face, man. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because I was ready to hit him. I'm like, what the fuck? And I already saw someone else did. Someone beat me to the punch. And I'm like, okay. And he was just, but, but I don't know. My brother's a good guy, man. What's mom like through this whole fucking... Like, my mom had my mom kind of had an idea, but she had no idea. But she was going through her own shit, fighting with the house, you know, fighting with like, I can't afford a lawyer to divorce this man. She had her own problems, man. Mm-hmm. So everybody was just dealing with it. Were you a fucked and fucked up kid when you're like when your dad was around, or like do you think this was a rebellion of that of what happened? Ah, uh, I don't know what it was. When I, when I, when I, when my dad was still around, I was still a loud mouth. I think I would have been uh calm down more mm-hmm. i think i think uh my biggest regret is that i didn't go into the arts like i wish i took an improv class i was a younger like i wish i took an acting class because that's well needed in what we do now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what i mean 
Instead, right. they wanted me to do like sports and shit. It's like, which I think is totally useless as a Filipino guy. Would you, you fucking basketball? You want me to play basketball? Would you play as a kid? Just basketball? Basketball. That's it? Come no, on, soccer? man. You, you see me on, I, I've seen the dope and Mike basketball games. We're, you know how we're, I do uh, it. We're undefeated. Wait, no. What's the opposite of undefeated? We've never won. We have never Un- won. Unvictified? I don't Unvictified know. Unvictified <laughs> dope and Mike basketball team. <laughs> Comedy records three on three tournament, everyone. Yeah, but that was that was the thing. They they put me because my brother. They as a when you have a an older brother, they just throw you in whatever your older brother's because mm-hmm, right? his shorts will eventually fit you. Exactly, and you get to wear so sweaty I, yeah. old, older older brother shorts. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Was like, did I'm just wondering like what the discipline level in the house was when Dad was around. Oh, no, he would fucking, oh, man, he would knock you the fuck out. It was good. My dad was, the thing with me was I was more, I was a loudmouth and, and a crazy dude. But and then once your dad took off, you're like, what's what's mom going to do? It, was, it wasn't that. It wasn't like, what's mom going to do? It was more like, um, I saw my Keith's mom. Keith's going to do what he's, Keith's going to do. Well, I saw my mom crying over bills and shit. So, like, I, it was one of the times where, like, I would, like, you know, throw a little here, throw a little there. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was helping out, but it's just like. Did she ever ask where the money came from? At the time, I was working at Swish LA. Oh, so you weren't just dropping big fucking rolls on her? Like, no, I was like, here's like, I made it, I made it the street, you know? She'll go to grocery shopping. I'll throw on a 40, a 60. Mm-hmm. I can't just try. Hey, my, my God, it four bills come. <laughs> but then it was so funny because when I got arrested, I called my brother. I'm like, yo, go to my room. There's my shoebox. Get in there, man. I need my, call my lawyer. He fucking pulls out like 7,200 in cash. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So. Well, it was one of those things. I, I wish I knew you back then, Keith. I was a lot of fun guy. I was a really fun guy. <laughs> but the thing was, the thing was the transition from like, like I'm very, um, I don't know, as you can probably tell, I'm very like, uh, I don't hang with a lot of people. You know what I mean? I'm not very- You don't like, hang? I hang with the crew. I, yeah, you got a crew. Yeah, I got a crew. But like, I don't really like, you know, mesh well with like, I don't know. I, I feel like- I always feel like someone's trying to fuck me over. Like, I always have, like, that fucking... I'm I usually still... am when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that, Jeffrey. <laughs> they don't know that. Like, I'm trying to figure out a way to fuck you over right now, but we're, we're talking here. I'm talking to the son of Chris Paul here, okay? <laughs> Chris Paul is second in thieves. Second in steals in the NBA. No, yeah, so I'm always like... When I first came in the game, I remember guys like Dave Mirage and fucking John Key. Remember John Key? I, I, I miss John Key. Yeah, they would tell yeah, me right. things like, bro, you're not a fucking... I would, I would show up to like the Tuesday nights with Jack Norman and <laughs> I would come on stage and I would roll deep. There would be like 12 of us. <laughs> I remember I had to like... Like first four years of comedy is me realizing that I had friends in comedy and then I have to get rid of my old friends. <laughs> got we, rid of my we old all got to cut them loose at one point. Eh? Fuck, man. We got to cut them loose. Did, I'm so glad I have comedy friends now. Do you keep in touch with your uh, non-com friends? I guess it's easier because you grew up in Toronto. I I I I still in touch. I'm in touch with a lot of people, but I don't. But the ones that I feel like are very uh, toxic, I've I, I got rid of. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, I don't. I found uh, over the like last five six years, at least that's when I really started doing comedy. Yeah, um, lost a lot of relationships from it. Not like I didn't lose them. They're just not like it's. There's no bitter feelings. It's just. I think everyone, different paths in life. Yeah, right? different paths, and then like I don't know. Every all my friends are having kids and certain families, and I'm a, yeah. I'm a child. Yeah, like I, I'm a parent, <laughs> but people don't realize that just because you're a parent doesn't mean you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, you, what, how old were you when uh, your first kid was born? Twenty two, man. Was it your son? Uh, your your daughter is uh, um, your stepdaughter. My daughter is my stepdaughter. And so how old, how old was she? 
when I met her, she was almost two. She was almost two. Yeah, okay. and her dad wasn't in the picture either. Okay, okay. So, cause I, cause I grew up, you know, in my neighborhood, all the hot girls got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So when I met my like like my Bev was not the first girl I spoke to with a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it didn't really bother me. Other people were like, yo, she got a kid. And the funny thing was, my mom was very religious, so she'd be like, how, how are you gonna? How are you going to date somebody and take care of someone else's baby? And I'll throw like religious references. I'm like, well, mom, Joseph did it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a school named after me. <laughs> Keith the Worker. St. Keith the Worker. Does your daughter know you're the stepdad? No. Well, yeah, she knows I'm the stepdad. She knows okay, I'm the stepdad. Okay. She knows like. Does she have a relationship with her dad anymore? It, it, it has deteriorated. Okay. That's a really good girl where she was one of those things where like. You know, I'm not going to be these baby moms who just shit on her dad. I'm just going to, like, keep this door open and then show her, like, who he is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then that's exactly what happened. So he would do what shitty dads do and just cancel, cancel, cancel. And, you know, at one point she just said, fuck. Is that how it happened? So your dad and you, you, he just slowly, like, the phone calls came less frequent. Yeah, and then we found out, like, he had another woman and then it just became a shit show. Have you ever met this woman? I haven't met her, no. Well, is, she, are the, is he still in Japan? No one knows. You don't even no know where he is? I saw him recently when my, uh, I saw him in the summer. Because oh. my, 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 my cousin unfortunately passed away. Okay. Yeah, so, which is which was his niece. You you run into him at, at the funeral? Yeah. And is there any? And and uh, I think he got plastic surgery because I didn't recognize his face. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. And I go, holy shit. And I'm in church. And it's like, end of the, end of the you know, it's end of the, like, now we're about to move on to the burial site. And, uh, you know. So there it's all quiet and everybody's like, you know, sorry for your loss. And I'm just there. And it was, it was my first cousin. So I was really like, so I was there like till the end, you know, because mm-hmm. I was really close to this cousin. And, uh, you know, I just feel this fucking tap on my, my shoulder and I look up. And I'm like, holy, holy shit. And it was my pops. And I go to my son. I go, hey, you know who that is? You know who this is? Just to, like, fuck with him. <laughs> like, you know who this guy is? You don't know. And, and, my, and Vinicio, my, he's all like. My brother, uh, yeah. my brother who doesn't talk to me, he doesn't talk to anyone. He's yeah. He's been doing this his whole life. It's just. Is how, he married? Uh, yeah, he got married a few years ago. Had a kid. Is that what it is? His wife is like, don't talk to your family. No, 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 no. It's it's him. It's it's him. Because yeah. years ago, uh, he wasn't talking to my dad from when I was, like, 20. No, like 18 to 25. And then at my wedding, yeah. they were kind of like in the same vicinity. Yeah. And I did a joke like that. I went, hey, Jay, you remember dad, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Right, and then, that timing. Uh, and then, yeah, but it um, it was like, hey. And then uh, while I was on my honeymoon, they hung out and had dinner together and shit was okay for a while. And then my brother had a hissy fit about whatever bullshit and fucked off again. Wow. But anyway, so. When's your brother's birthday? Let's get the June 18th. Was that cancer? I don't know. Yes. That's what it seems like he's acting like a fucking cancer. <laughs> cancer on the Paul family. Just killing poor, everyone. Poor Chris is stressed enough, eh? Yeah, poor Chris. <laughs> poor, you know, MVP candidates don't, can't go through that. You know what I mean? Okay, so you make the joke to your son about yeah. this is grandpa. Yeah. How old is your son at this point? This is recently. He's 12. He's 12 now. Yeah. So he was like, I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> what he had to squint because my dad would like at one point i guess my dad was balling so he would like send like fucking ipads home and shit oh yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. like all of a sudden we would mail and i'd be like from nakano japan we're like whoa and then we're like on an ipad and, like oh, for fucking, your kids for like just you would send back to the house i guess oh, okay you know guilt you know yeah, yeah, yeah. guilt always leads to generosity <laughs> and then uh 
Yeah. So then fucking he, I don't know, man. He just, he, my, my son wouldn't, he didn't had he had no idea who the fuck he was. Did he care that it was his grandpa? He was no. Like, Whatever. Fuck this guy. I always, I always shit on him. Cause I have this, I have this thing in my family where we have this creed where we say like blood doesn't make us family. Cause I have a stepdaughter. Yeah. yeah. No, you know I, I got a stepmom and yeah. she's just as much as my, my mom is my real mom, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I say that to our kids. I'm like, just remember like, you know, we're, it's all about loyalty and, and commitment to ourselves. And like, just because people are in your family doesn't mean they have to be your family. Exactly. You know what I mean? It doesn't, that doesn't fucking, that's something that... Blood is not thicker than water. Yeah, let's let's be honest, right? You know, and, and that's the thing. And so my, my son just looked at it and laughed and was like, whatever. Did you have any, uh, did you talk to him? Like, did you catch up? No, that was pretty much it. He didn't like try to make plans? He didn't no, and ask was, you what's going on in your life? No, and then he was kind of doing his round because I guess he hasn't seen a lot of people. And then there was a reception on... On Steels and Highway 7. And Lovely coincidentally, area. yeah, coincidentally, I was doing the Yucks Vaughn that day. So I didn't stay for the whole reception. Ah. Oh. You think your dad was in the back room at Yucks Vaughn with a tear in his eye? Do you know what? He he has me on Facebook and he always messages me randomly f- for me to like send him money and stuff. It's very funny. When I post Now him, he's like, looking for money. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he always was. It's like, yo, yo, you owe me a couple honey for that iPad, kid. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so there was one, I guess, one moment where I never heard of him and then social media showed up and then he started like calling creeping. So he added me on Facebook and I was just like, and my brother calls. He's like, yo, did dad add you on Facebook? And my mom is a very strong Filipino accent woman. So, so she calls him the stranger. <laughs> the stranger. Hey, your brother told me that the stranger added you on Facebook. Is that true? <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, stop it. Relax yourself, Mom. Uh-huh. My mom's the best. You got to meet my mom. She's very loud. She's very short. She's a good cook? Great cook. Yeah. She's a great cook. She's great. She's great at everything, man. And and she's very blunt. She's nice. very she's very funny, but very blunt. What'd she think of your career choices? At first, she, she, she would lie and say, I still worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> but uh, no, she would always say like, you know, just Did you case. work at a Blockbuster? No, I didn't. Uh, I she was going to say, like, I, I would hate to be you opening that paycheck after you've just been making bank, <laughs> selling blow, and you're like, fucking eight bucks an hour. Yeah, what is this my, my, my job right after. <laughs> eight bucks an hour? I, made, I sold a pound in an hour on a lunch break. <laughs> oh, man. It was bad, dude. It was really bad. And like, one of my favorite movies is Carlito's Way because like- I know that life, man, <laughs> where it keeps calling you yeah. back. I've broken so many cell phones because I'm like, ah, he's not these fiends. Get away from me. Someone's coming. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know what it is with me? It's like, I'm so grateful now for everything. Like, man, do you know how good your bed is? Do you know how fucking good your bed is? Until you go to jail, you don't realize how good did your you fucking bed is. Did you spend time? Oh, buddy. <sighs> how long? How long of a stretch? So it was like, do you know Western, what, the Western, the Western Detention Center? No, I don't know. It's off the Disco Road. Okay. So the year, the max sentence there is like two years. So I did like, uh, like a school year, like 10 months. Okay. Because it was like one of those things where like I was trying to get bailed. And is, is this juvie or is this adult jail? No, this was like, they, I was 18. So okay. it was adult. So it's funny because I got a, I got a nickname when I was in there. They used to call me Y.O. What is this? Young offender, because they look. I look like a young offender. Yo, who's a yo? And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? And, and then from that on, they'd be like, Yo, yo, pass me that cereal. I'm like, All right. So my name would be yo. So I actually ch- chilled out with a lot of. Um, I met a lot of people. What man. was uh, what was the inside like? Was it like a tough fucking like shit you see in the movies, or was it pretty easy peasy? Well, for me being a small guy, it wasn't easy because I would. I had to. There was one guy I had to fight every day. Yeah, because he was just angry. He was some uh, some Persian dude. 
I mean, was he just trying to fuck you? Or? No, he would just fight me. He would up. just like throw a like you know, he would just throw a punch. And and I guess because I was a small guy, and uh, you have to like show yourself. So you know, there was one time where we were just eating, and then so uh, the breakfast is you get the cereal, you know, the small cereal box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they give you that, and uh, so I was op- you know you have to like, open you it. You open it up and you pour the milk. Yeah, you open side. it back. So yeah. whatever, I'm doing that. And a while I'm like, you know, it's very quiet. I'm looking around like, oh, that's cool. And this fucking guy just, pack, and just <laughs> pops at one. And then everybody stops. And, and like, in the most subtle way, like, all right, Y.O., let's see. <laughs> let's see. Like, no no stopping. People are still eating. Like, now, now, that's the entertainment. You try to stab him with your spork after right. that? <laughs> yeah. So then um, I get up, and he goes, what, bitch? And I go, okay. So I have this move where, like, I grab you from, like, like, like my left hand from your collar. And I, and I pull to the right. And I, put, and I usually hit around this area. So I fucking right in the juggling the neck. Because when I was growing up, when I would fight people, my, my boy, my older buddy, he was a small guy, but he would get in all these big fights and he would like throw it down. Right? And his name was Byron. And I'm like, yo, you see Byron fuck that guy up? He's like, oh, how do you? He's like five foot four. How do you like? It's like imagine Marito fighting everybody. You know what I mean? And he was like that, but he would win these fights. And I'm like, how do you win these fights? And he's like, bro, number one, it's not hard you hit. How many hits you can take? And number two, you can't work out your fucking neck, bro. <laughs> Hit the guys in the neck. And I'm like, all right. So then and he told me that when I was like grade six. So then I would just, that was my move. So then I fucking clocked him one time in the neck. And the whole table went, ooh. Then I, like an idiot, I was like, yeah, kind of like I stepped back. There was a good no, hesitation. You gotta keep, no, you, you got to keep, keep going. Watching. So I didn't know how it worked. And then yeah, it was this, game over. This, and then guy, he this just, guy's neck was strong, eh? No, he, he went down. But he went, I hit him this way. And he went down like this. And then he just backhand. He came right away with a backhand slap. <laughs> like, back. I was like, oh, shit. And then he speared me. And then it was game over. And then he hit me a few times times and my lip got fucked up because i remember like the first three meals i was there i couldn't even fucking eat it because i was i had a cut in my lip and uh so he hit me hard and he beat me a few times and then uh was hell's angels guy named scoop <laughs> my man scoop if you're listening scoop i'm still here baby we made it scoop listens oh yeah scoop uh <laughs> and uh he was there so he broke it up and he was more like he was like the guy you know mm-hmm. he was the guy in the range because when you get arrested you go in a, in a range like you like it's like a different uh, cell cells block like a, like a community. Okay, okay, right. So it's not just one big thing, right? So in our in ours there was probably like sixteen to like thirty, mm-hmm. I guess, just people in and fucking. But they go in and out. Sometimes they get bailed out and stuff because it was a really small out mm-hmm. prison, right? Yeah, it was crazy. But um, after that, you're kind of just like after the first two weeks. You just it soaks in and you realize fuck I'm this is this is a routine I'm here for a long time. Mm-hmm. But the worst part about me I wasn't sentenced. Yeah, I'm saying bad. But was <laughs> well I wasn't sentenced. And they're always fighting for the bail. Okay. So they were like my lawyer was like okay so you have court in two weeks. Uh, so am I gonna get bail? He's like we're about to find out. So then I would go to court and then they would handcuff me and they're like no oh, no no bail. Get the fuck out of here. I had this one judge tell me because I was I got arrested four times in like two years. And I was on probation. Yeah, so this judge was like, this guy was on house arrest. He gets arrested for selling drugs at school. We give him laws. We give him. He doesn't care about anything. He's broken probation. He's breached probation three times. Why should I give this kid any passion? He's like, as you can tell from his stature, he's not really the biggest kid. I think an adult prison was not be. He's like, well, he shouldn't make him be these, making these mistakes. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a fucking bitch of a woman judge. It was crazy. And are like, but I found Jesus last week. I bought Jesus. And the thing was, though. 
it's weird too. And that was the only thing that kept me going, man, was just praying. Really? It's weird. And it's like, it's like that joke with Chris Rock. He's like, no one finds Jesus when life is good. <laughs> it's always bad. So with me, like, I'm just, I'm just grateful for everything. So when, when I hear comics complain about shit, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are we you, are fucking making money off jokes. Are you raising your kids with religion? Like you said, you baptized them, but is it an active thing in the house? So what I tell them is like, believe in something. There is a God, right? I want them to believe in some sort of fear of God, right? But I say, you don't have to follow a church. Like, there's some times where I feel like uh, I want to do this thing now where I'll take them to, like, a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of a Roman Catholic. Or we'll go to fucking, I don't know, we'll go to a fucking mosque or a temple. We'll go to anything, you know, just you, check it you out. You take them? No. You're thinking about this. Just thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about it. I haven't taken them. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm telling them not to, like... The thing was, they were religious a long time, and I've taught them religion, and we do, like, you know... If you hung out with me, you see that I always do a sign of the cross before I eat because, you know... It's just the way that I was just raised. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just happy for every fucking meal. <laughs> you know? Because I remember there was a shit meal. There was one time where I You're was... happy it's not getting slapped out of your hand. There was one time where I was, like, chilling at the uh, Dufferin and King. I was, like, 15 years old at the Dufferin and King. Uh, was it the Dufferin King? McDonald's? And I was just, like... Burger kicked, King. Kicked out of the house. And well, there is McDonald's there, too. Isn't there a yeah, there's dirty McDonald's. Burger King there? There's a dirty, everything's dirty. And I was kicked out of the house, and I wanted I wanted fucking, like, a drink so badly, so I just waited at this McDonald's for, like, empty cups. Jesus. Yeah, it was that bad in my life. Free refills! Yeah, so I'd wait for any kid to just, like, leave his cup, and I would take the cup and, like, go to the bathroom and rinse it, and I'll bring it to the front. Before they had the machines out, I'd bring it to the front. I'm like, can I just get, like, an orange crust? She's like... <laughs> when did you buy something? I was like, I, I came back. And she's like, all right. I'm like, Can I got lots of ice? Because I knew the ice would melt and I got water. So, you know what I mean? So, it was that bad at one point. And because, you know, I was just being a, a very, like, yeah, like back to disciplining. My mom would like throw me out the house and, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. shit like that. But I always tell my kids to just be grateful. I'm like, yeah, there is some sort of higher being out there, but you don't have to follow a certain church. You know what I mean? Do you, um, like the way your dad was, yeah. um, is that like a catalyst for you to be a better dad? Yes, of course. Because your dad wasn't a, I think a good that's, dad? I think that's why I, I'm more motivated as a as a comedian. Because I, I, I don't want to f- let them down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, um, I don't want to have kids. And part of it is because I, I didn't have great parents growing up. I have no. great parents now. Yeah. But growing up, they, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like they were they were kids, you know? Yeah. Um, and, 100%. uh, but yeah, it's, it's something, it's one of the factors in, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to, I would hate to treat my son like my dad treated me when I was a kid, yeah. you know? But I think that would make you a good dad because you wouldn't do that. I know, but I don't know. Maybe it's inside me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, if I, if I'd never had a kid, I don't think I'll be as far as comedy because before before well like, you got motivation you got something uh you got, you have multiple mouths yeah. to feed multiple mouths to feed also too if it wasn't for even even the kid but even even maybe getting arrested like even when i went to humber i was hungry mm-hmm. you know and this was before i had a kid yeah you know and i was just fucking you know how like how do you sw- switch from like you come out of jail and you're like fuck it i'm gonna be a comedian like how's that Cause yo, honestly, real talk, man. I got along with people in prison from just joking just, around, with just them. being the jokester. Yeah, just well, being a little jokester. Was it always stand up you wanted, or 
You know what? I love sketch comedy, man. Living Color and Mad TV and SNL yeah. was my shit. Do you know what really wanted me? This first time yeah. I ever saw you was uh, you were uh, in the boom back yeah. in the day. But I always, I always wanted to do stand up too. Mm-hmm. I always loved stand up, but I had more sketches written than stand up jokes. Didn't you get hired on Degrassi to play a drug dealer at high school? I did, yes. <laughs> I did. That was actually a really Method, good eh? That was a really good thing for me. My agent at the time called me. He's like, hey, man, you want to. You think you play a drug dealer on TV? I'm like, I got this. <laughs> I'm like, uh, how old is like? You think you play a teenage drug dealer? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! And how many episodes? We shot three episodes. They only aired me like in a brief seven seconds. Really? Out of three or some, episodes or something like that? Yeah, I, I never watched it. Really? Yeah, I never watched it. I didn't have a chance because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have cable. Did you do any time. other acting? I did some other stuff. Yeah. But Degrassi was the one because so I there was one episode where I I tell them. I tell these two couples that are making out, um, the brown dude. I don't, I don't even. I don't even know the character's name. <laughs> so there was one brown guy on the grass. He had like slick hair. Do you remember where you watched the Drake? Oh, no, he was in the new <laughs> class. And um, wasn't Drake in the new? I class? forgot. Everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Da, da, da. No, Drake was next generation. Now yeah. there's a new class. No, 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 no. Drake. What is Drake next? Next generation. Drake? I think you did next generation. I did next generation, but. It was past Drake's class. Like there was another group of cast members. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So like, I guess the third third run. But the juniors. Was, yeah, there was a brown kid who I guess ladies loved him, and I just knew him as Ray. <laughs> I'm like, who Ray? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah, it's crazy because I went, I would go on set, and so Ray was like making out with this girl, and my character was supposed to convince them to make out on shrooms. And I'm like, I got the mushrooms, man. What's better at making out? Mushrooms. <laughs> and uh, the the casting agent, the casting director loved me because she was just like, yeah. And um, so I did I did these multiple like drug dealer moments. And then apparently, from what I've heard, they've only aired one. Oh, they've only okay. aired one or two scenes or one episode. But I made appearances. Canada, in three, it's not you like know? you're getting residuals anyway. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that was the thing too with me was like, I was really early in... in like after graduating Humber, so I think it was like I graduated Humber like oh six, and it was like oh eight. I got that part. Here's here's something we didn't really cover about um, you're selling drugs, but are you uh, are you getting high in your own supply? Like are you, you right into everything or what? No, I you know me. I only smoke weed. Yeah, it was just That's always it. weed. I never liked cocaine. Okay. That's why I was good at selling it. Yeah, because you're not fucking, it's all for sale. It's, it's definitely, the worst was the worst was when you would do the errands first. So there was times where I had to like sell coke at like early times, like 5.30 on a Friday, but I knew it's Friday, so I'm going to be running errands a lot. Yeah. You know? So there was times where like people would be like, hey man, want to do a line with me? You know? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I can't. Why, bro? Is it fucking cut? Huh? Is it, you know, you don't trust your own shit. Okay, fine. And then fucking seven o'clock hits. I gotta eat dinner with my mom. She's like, all right, we're going to Mandarin. Get, I'm picking up your brother. And I'm fucking. I, I'm not hungry, mom. I'm fucking here flying. I can't even feel my mouth because I only. And I'm, I'm a puny guy. Like, <laughs> like three lines would get me fucked. So I don't. You know what I mean? So I never really fucked with my my main shit though was ecstasy, bro. Yeah, that was like. You give me a, a fucking pill right now, bro. We might have fun. I might have to call Bev and be like, yo. Yeah, me and you just taking each other's <laughs> shirts off, having a good time. I would I wasn't really big on that part. Getting, <laughs> getting all fucked up. I would like just just do ecstasy and just like trip the fuck out, man. Trip balls. I, I never did I, I never did E. I did a bunch of acid like real early. That's the only thing school. I haven't did. Yeah, it was fun. Um I, I didn't like the end result. 
Oh. Like the the coming down, I, I always just felt gross. Yeah. Um, but mushrooms, man, I'll fuck with mushrooms anytime. They're they're a fun fucking time. Mushrooms are great, but I don't like how you get paranoid after. I never get paranoid. I, I, Everyone, I, I, I've never I, had a bad trip. People are like, oh, yeah, I'd have a bad trip. I'm like, how do you have a bad trip? They're the best fucking drug ever. The thing, I think with mushrooms is you got to go in a good state of mind, man. You can't have any 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 insecurities or anything you're Yeah, if you about. go in fucking, you're going to harp on whatever's I in went, I went in, like, open. seriously, like, I was like, oh, God, is this what my life's about? Is this getting <laughs> fucked up? Oh, my God, oh shit. <laughs> When's the last time you did shrooms? Um, recently, actually, uh, about a few months back, um, from, uh, right by this neighborhood, there was a supplier by this neighborhood. I think you know him. Uh, he <laughs> lives know. in the house. Oh, the house. The house. <laughs> First room on the front door. Um, but yeah, and it was funny cause it was, it was, I forgot, it was, whose birthday? It was one of my buddy's birthdays and we all went to the Raptor game. We all started drinking and then we went to the club parts and labor and they kept drinking and I just did a gram of shrooms and I haven't done shrooms in a club? long time. Yeah, That's right before. But it was the best for me because everybody was like, woo, yeah, they're like, kids, you want to drink? I'm like, no, nah, man, but my fucking phone feels so tiny in my hands. Is it really this small? Did I get the right phone? And people are like, yo, this guy's fucked. Last time I did shrooms was a couple months ago, I, but it wasn't a lot. It was just uh, probably about a gram, uh, which is just a nice little thing for me. I like, yeah. I like to do like, I'll eat a half quarter and have a good fucking time. I can't fuck with that. That's the thing is, and, no, and I like and, more. More is always better for me. Like not enough. You're just like, I don't know. You're just not at the point you want. To be. Yeah. Like, come on, I want to be like, you know, I want to get to that next level. But yeah, me, my, me and my buddy, we ate some shrooms. Uh, he came to see me at the Niagara Falls Club on the Thursday, yeah, and uh, he lived in Niagara Falls. We ate some shrooms at the hotel and then just walked our like way through like Clifton Hill and then made it back to his place and had a bonfire in his driveway till fucking. Three in the morning, <laughs> like it was a nice little. Yeah, I see you guys shaking your head. That's not a good time for me. Really? <laughs> not be you want to be at the club? Fucking people everywhere. No, I wouldn't want to be at a club. I ate I, shrooms I, at the Taste of the Danforth one time. That was a fucking disaster, man. Oh fuck! I didn't have I didn't have a bad trip. It was just it was too much at points. Don't. But like I didn't I didn't cower into a corner and fucking have my mind melt. Yeah, I was never I had my mind melt kind of thing. But there was one time um, when I was when I was selling drugs, I had this amazing flip that i was doing where um there was a bunch of counterfeit hundreds going in going around and there was this guy who i didn't trust was like yo man i got a link on shrooms i'm like so what's the link he's like no 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 i'll grab him i'm like no just tell me i'll call the guy give me his number he's like no 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 i'll get it and i'm like he's a little shady fuck <laughs> so i would grab these mushrooms from him but i'd also do a rotation of like little switcheroo on some hundreds because <laughs> if he was doing it then like what the fuck the link don't know me, and then because that's the type of game you had to play in this type of, in the type of world, and uh, I didn't know mushrooms were cheaper than weed. Mushrooms is dirt cheap. Yeah, I sold an ounce for two hundred forty dollars. To who? Some idiot sixteen year old. <laughs> and that's the thing. I saw. Last ounce I bought was hundred and fifty. Yeah, dude. So I was I was fucked up in and, and summer school, and I, I was like, oh man, I just sold an ounce two forty. Blah blah blah. This and that, and I didn't know the prices yet. Right, so the guy who uh, this is the first run. So buddy gave me the thing. Is like, how much do I owe you? He's like, yeah, uh, you know, next Friday I'll tell you the amount. Hold on, I'll, t I'll let you know. And I'm like, okay. So this was all like, this was a fucking, you know, trial run for all of us. Yeah. And uh, my other buddy came in and was like, how much did you sell it for? I was like two forty dollars. He's like, dude, you doubled your profit. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, everyone else is like one hundred twenty bucks. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck, let's celebrate. So then I take off this fucking stem. I throw it on the digi four point eight. I fucking pop it in my mouth on an empty stomach. It's I go, good time. 
not if you're <laughs> not if you're at summer school. <laughs> That's a fucking summer school, man. And the worst part about it was in summer school. You know, I don't know if you guys been in summer school. You know how the lockers are are never because you have to take your lock. That's a personal belonging. Use your lock. Mm-hmm. So all the lockers are half open. Yeah. Right. So I remember walking back <laughs> into class and all the lockers in my peripheral vision were like sliding open. Like, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, make it stop, man, make it stop. Weird place to do shrooms. What about uh, you ever done? Uh, Never done acid. You ever done comedy on shrooms? You ever done one of Boyd's old mushroom shows? I didn't. I haven't done. I did comedy um, way back. Uh, open mic at Hurricanes. I don't, know if, I don't know if I know you're around. Bar. I know the bar. I didn't know they had an open. So mic. back in the day, Earl the Squirrel Man. Fuck. Uh, had an open mic at Hurricanes, and that was like the day day, and I was like starting comedy and. Um, one of my one of my friends. Remember, I told you my first four years of comedy was me finding out which friends to get rid of. And this was one of those friends. <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, man, before you go up, you want to take some shoes?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I ate. I just bombed. It was bad. Did you ever tell anyone at Humber about the ankle bracelet? No, not a lot. Like the only person I told was like Garrett, Tim, Tim Dorsch. How long uh, did you have to wear the bracelet? Like the whole year? No, it was only like the first three weeks. Oh, okay. So I was just You're like, oh, I, I can, I can, I can hide this. Yeah, okay, I can hide this. Okay, okay, for a bit. And then, uh, then you had to let everyone know you're on probation. Like, you guys want to get together tonight, and work some sketches? I'd love to. I got to go meet my probie. It's so funny. After <laughs> acting class, I got in a fist fight with a guy, and then, <laughs> and this is how I knew I was too like. My tendencies were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the real world. Yeah. Because they're like, was, whoa, violence. What's yeah, happening? Yeah, there was this guy talking. But there was this guy <laughs> talking. your first shit. reaction? Like, oh, I don't like that guy. I'm going to punch him. This guy was talking shit. And, you know, and I just fucking. I, I don't know. Like, I was. But the thing was, this guy was just looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. So I had a cigarette in my hand. And I was ready to light it. And before I light it, he grabbed it from my mouth. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? Wigger? I'm like, wigger. <laughs> Remember when that word was a thing? Yeah. And I'm like, what, what a wigger? I'm not even acting black and I'm not even white. I gotta go, what are you, what are you implying, man? And he was like, fuck you, man. I'm gonna take this cigarette. What do you do about a little bitch? And I'm like, are you clearly angry about something? And then, you know, you obviously know Jay and Aton. Oh, yeah. So Aton was there. This is my first Aton. And Aton's like roasting this guy. He's like, whatever, fuck you, man. We little shitty ass sweatpants, you little gist thing. He's like, yo, who's your fucking boy? I'm like, yo, fuck you, man. Why are you talking shit for? And then Jay Wells fucking starts chiming in. And because me and we were at Humber, and me and Aton were actually practicing a scene. So we had scripts in our hands. So he's like, what are you fucking theater fags or whatever? Like, I was like, well, relax. Okay. Fucking relax, buddy. So then I couldn't take it anymore. And I was drinking a can of pop and I threw it at him. And then he rushed me, and I, I hit him first. I did my move. I yeah. grabbed him by the collar, and I hit him. Right in the neck. Right in the fucking, right in the, <laughs> it was a good shot, and, I, and it was in Humber campus, so when I threw him, I actually hit him on one of the benches. And then I started diving on him, and then we went at each other. Then he jerseyed me, but I had a jacket on, and the zipper of my jacket cut my, my, my head. Mm-hmm. And then he got broken up, security came. And everybody was like, it was that guy's fault. It was that. He wasn't doing anything. They took the cigarette from his mouth. So this guy, you know, so I got good. I was all good. And then we had to do the scene, me and Aton. And you're bleeding from the and eye. And then I had this cut here. And the, the, the scene was, 
I was convincing him to do a robbery. <laughs> and this was the this was the script that uh, um, Sean Campbell gave so us. You are so method. <laughs> and it, it was and it, it was so funny because Aton, such a great actor, he uh, improvised. He's like, "Why should I do the robbery, man? Look, you're in bad shape. Let I cut in your face." And everybody started laughing, and I was just like, "Oh man, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life." Oh, too funny. Um, well, buddy, I think uh, that's our hour, eh, Alex? Did you enough? What did you think, Did Alex? you get enough out of your therapy session here? You didn't tell me it was going to be a fucking therapy session. No. You should, uh, you, did you get enough? No, that's good, that's good. You got it off your chest? You feel good? It's always been on Let, chest. let, let your now. daddy issues out there? Now everybody's going to know, eh? This, you know how popular this podcast is? No, We have good. literally tens and tens of sub- subscribers. Yeah, that's why I went, I opened up. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm going to do no, it no, anywhere. No. I, I, I could have ratted on every <laughs> drug dealer. I, and I was saving this story for my one-on-one with Letterman, but... <laughs> Who knows? You know, Letterman, he got me too and that's never going to happen. I don't want to do this with Fallon. So where's uh, what's next for you? You, you, get these, uh, you get these green cards? You're going to move the whole family down south? Yeah, I got representation in Los Angeles right now. So that's, that's where you're looking, good. L.A.? Um, yeah, L.A. is where it's at. And that's... that's and, Plenty of hospitals in LA your uh, wife can work at? Uh, my wife can work at a lot of hospitals. She can work and at a she, lot of she, fucking... She'll get a good job with uh, medical. Medical. Which will help you and your children. Yeah, man. I don't give a shit about fucking like... Man, everybody's like, are you, are you really going to move there and work at the bottom? Motherfucker, I'll work at Jamba Juice. Okay? Mm-hmm. it's This is it. You know what I mean? This Because at, at the end of the day, you know, Canada's like, come on, man. No, I hear it's, you, man. It's a treadmill over here. Yeah. Like, it's... Do you want to make thirty grand a year and be a Canadian comic, or do you want to? I don't know. Because like at the same time, you got guys who make good coin as a Canadian comic, but then like, do you really want to do like the investors group kind of gigs the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got the odd festival here and there, like 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 you know, what's that guy's <laughs> name that talks about golf all the time? Bald guy used to be a Dave Hempstead. Dave Hempstead, like that, like that guy makes good coin. And he was like, after the Halifax festival, when he saw me, he's like, kid, I don't know who you are, but you're great. But if you want to keep doing this shit, fuck the clubs, put on a suit and keep killing it, man. I, I, I wish I had your future. He said something like that. And I was so <laughs> fucking great. And he was hammering. And I was like, oh man. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not a compliment. I don't want to do that, <laughs> man. I don't want to fucking dress up. I like comedy clubs that's where that's where i shine i like i like doing it all man but i think like it has to be a balance man no i'm just i'm just giving yeah. you my preference but i like the comedy clubs i like mm-hmm. i kind of like um I like it raw Ooh, baby i like, I like it, it raw. raw i like it yeah ODB, and you're, and you're, r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p odb man odb uh, does like a raw i think i feel like you're the one of the best like you know, in a club scenario too, man. You kill it. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Well, let's, what do you say we go kill it tonight at? The Underground Comedy Club. Dope and Mike, baby. Every Wednesday, gotta Every get Wednesday. that plug in. Every out. Wednesday, Dope and Mike, best, best, uh. Tell the people where room. they can find you out there. And, uh, um, my, my shit is at Keith Pedro, very easy, like, like boom, Keith boom. Richards. <laughs> and, and vote like for Keith Pedro. Richards, but Pedro. Yeah, and vote for Pedro, put those two names together, and that's me, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, very easy. You got your name on everything? Got my name on everything. That's nice, My, eh? my parents were smart. My mom know, knew what to name me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man. And I do this uh, uh, speakeasy weed event with my uh, co-host, Big Norm. Is it 420-friendly, the venue? It's a very 420-friendly venue. Really? Very I would like friendly. to be involved in well, the show sometime. Yes, yes. I was actually, uh, we were actually talking about that. 
Oh, bear that. jokes. I'll get fucking bear naked in there. I don't give a shit. It's really good, man. We have we have a lot of uh, sponsorships that come out and help us out. And, and uh, it's a good vibe, man. We rent out this nice loft. Nice. So it's like kind of like an old school 90s hip hop vibe. So you have people like upstairs on like on just chilling <laughs> on railings like. That's all right. Watching you, yeah. You yeah. filling it up? Yeah, we fill it up. Yeah, last time uh, we turned people out the door last show. Fucking A. That's what it's yeah, all about, man. buddy. Yeah. Well, guys, go out there, see Keith Pedro before he uh, ups, up and moves his family to Los Angeles. Um, Who knows? Hey, buddy, you'll get it, man. With that letter of recommendation I dropped down for you, that should uh, that should get you status. The uh, the Apparently, the office is in Nebraska, so they're going to be opening up that application, and they're like... Oh shit! This motherfucker knows Tater. <laughs> I love the tater. potato file. Oh, Never file. Sleeps Network. Fourth time we got it in, guys. Boom. That is uh, that is us this week. Um, fuck, guys. Uh, that was great talk. We learned a lot about you, Keith. And um, yeah, can you just not tell anybody the way oh, I told yeah, you right now? Don't worry, nobody listens to this. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I uh, hopefully I don't get shivved by you tonight. No, we're good, buddy. We we're good. good. We're good. Fucking hey, guys. Uh, keep listening. Tell your friends about this crazy little thing we do here and. Uh, uh, come back and see us on the Potato Files next time with our next guest. Not Keith Pedro, but Keith Pedro was great this time. Thanks, Thanks Keith. Bye-bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. the five people still listening and mom thank you for listening to the potato files here on never sleeps network now that you're done this go check out another nsn podcast created right here in toronto comedy and wrestling fans check out casey corbin's wrestling podcast talk and wrestling here on never sleeps network.com thanks for listening bye bye